0: Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth Podcast. We are three birth professionals and best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows.
1: Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and a small home birth practice.
2: I'm Meredith Rau, also midwife at a small home birth practice.
1: And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula
0: for clients in and out of the hospital. And also a birth assistant for the same out of hospital practice as you guys. Yeah, you are. Which I'm so excited about. So
2: thankful for you.
1: <laughs> I just got tired.
2: I need you to amp it up a bit, girl. <laughs>
0: I, I'm like, don't,
2: I just felt the same way, and it must have been coming. Oh, great. So you're going to put a barrier up between us. So I can lean on it. You no, know, that's fine. Keep your tiredness on that side of the barrier.
1: I will.
0: Well, it is hot out.
1: You need a s-
2: drink. We're sitting one. on
0: the porch again It's so nice We tried to record inside last time And we realized that the kids are actually louder inside Than they are when we're outside mm-hmm. for whatever reason I think though
2: what we're going to find today Is they're loud wherever we are at in that moment That sounds
1: They're just drawn to us no matter what we're doing
0: I wonder why it's almost like We don't even like them that much Or their parents or something <laughs> It's kind I'm like, not It's kind of like how dogs are drawn to me Even though I could take them or leave them <laughs> You mean as Day is looking you at this moment No she's yeah. not so, um, we did a episode on the fourth trimester, but it was a long, long time ago at a the very, very beginning of our ago. podcast. Did um, you just say a episode? An episode? An <laughs> <A> episode. <laughs> also, we did an episode
1: once. How many episodes <laughs>
2: have we done? I was thinking we've got to be getting close to... Um, uh, we're at 37, I believe. 50. Okay. Isn't so that crazy? We should do a celebration when we get to 50. Yeah,
1: we will do that.
2: That
0: is a great idea. Thank you. I have this. something. I don't know if we could do a live celebration, if, depending on what coronavirus I is mean, doing. I don't think
2: but we'll get 250
1: people, but
2: <laughs> maybe. All right. True, we'll, f- well, if anybody we'll has any that.
1: ideas of really fun topics for our 50th episode, we would be open yeah. to hearing it.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. Ooh, you know what we could do? We could have, um, we could rent out the uh, Winchester Brew Works like they offered. Yeah. Oh, that would be
2: fun. That would be really fun. We'd all be drunk by the time. We can all wear masks and stay six feet away from each other, but it'll still be a
0: good well, time. Well, you don't have to wear a mask if you're at a brewery because technically you're drinking beer and you can't wear a mask and drink beer at the same time.
2: Unless you get the one like that guy online has where he puts the string up to his hat and pulls it open. To Have you seen that?
0: I have seen so it. Good. But it kind of defeats the purpose because then you're like releasing your germs into the air right. every time you pull your mask open. I didn't open. it was
2: rational. I didn't really see say any of this is rational but it doesn't <laughs> i was true. also at winchester brewer's last night and i think they wanted you to wear a mask inside
1: yeah you're supposed to wear a mask you until can only you sit outside right now you there. wear a mask to the table when you get to your table you can take it off and then if you have to go to the restroom or when you're leaving the table for any reason, you put it back on because the tables are set up as being six feet apart, but when you're walking to and from the table, you are not six feet apart. So I hope this helps everyone out I hope there. this is
0: a clarifying <laughs> topic <laughs> for everyone. So I guess if we rent out Winchester Works, that' what we'll do. It would be just the outside part. But the point of this whole <laughs> comment was that um, we did that episode a long time ago, and we decided to do another episode about not just postpartum, but pre- preparing for postpartum
1: yeah we have a lot of suggestions from a lot of people mm-hmm. out there
0: and yeah we put it out there online and we got so many comments and Maybe suggestions we got like yeah it was a lot and um which we love but also i think it's one of those things where i see a lot as when i'm working with clients that people put so much preparation into their birth that they don't look into Then postpartum can just hit them like very unexpectedly.
1: Oh, my God. I did that for my first home birth. Yeah. I was fully prepared for that birth. And then my postpartum, it wasn't even my first kid. Yeah. I was still like, this is dumb. (laughs) Because I wasn't in the hospital. Yeah. So nobody was taking care care of me.
0: (laughs) And the hard thing is, is that when we say care for postpartum, there are certain parts about it that you can't prepare for. So like if you like with birth, (laughs) if you've never had a baby, like we can try and tell you what to expect, um, but you're never gonna really understand what it's like till you're in it. You'll never know what true sleep deprivation is until you're
2: there. Yes, but Meredith. I know, girl. I know. Uh, I feel like the second I mean, I year the know. center
1: was open, we were very aware of what since deprivation. I think was that forty-six
2: like. hour shift was my <laughs> was worse, hopefully, than anything horrible. I'll experience with God. a baby. At least with work, you know, it's going to stop. If you can just yes, if you can just tough out three days. Yes, with the baby, it's go like go if you could just sleep. tough out thirty years. Yep, not you'll quite get there. Not quite
0: Not quite thirty years. So anyway, while you can't completely prepare for postpartum we hope that from this so, so what we did is we're going to take all this stuff that these moms who have had babies before say they wish they knew so it's like just hoping because we tell people this advice and i feel like a lot of times they don't really take it because we talk a lot we do <laughs> it's a
1: lot to retain it is. well and you can't it's like you we, said you, you can't can fathom it like you can plan for it and have an idea but you don't understand how you're going to feel until you feel it. It's like any other situation in the world.
2: Well, also like just looking at all of these moms recommendations, these are things that we recommend on a regular basis to all of our moms. But for whatever reason, seeing them all listed out like that, I was like, Holy fuck. That's so much stuff. There's
1: one that I agree with one. I mean, I agree with a lot of them. I mean,
2: I think they're all like, they're all accurate. They're all right. It's just like, I can't imagine one person tackling all of those things except for maybe the one client we have right now.
1: Yes, she would
2: do everything.
1: And, and she's beautiful everything. and her husband's beautiful. Oh my gosh, amazing. The but house is, everything is perfect.
2: Speaking, and they have another child, which is crazy. But generally speaking, nobody's going to actually take the time and the energy to do every single one of these recommendations. And so you have to like know yourself and, and pick and choose what you feel like you want to prioritize. Like, are you really concerned about tearing postpartum? Well, maybe maybe focusing on prepping for that after birth. Or if you know you're not going to rest really well. Did say tearing
0: ap- postpartum? Did I say that? What did you
2: What did you I mean think to I say?
1: say it. I meant to say tearing and labor. If you're oh, worried gotcha. about your vaginal integrity, if you're
2: worried about like, your perineum healing, focus on that. If you're worried about that you're not a good rester, that you're a doer, you're about asking for help. Focus on that. Like pick your things that are most important to you.
0: Which is one of it the, is a lot. Which for me, it's like above all else, I love to focus on resting postpartum because so many moms, just like in labor, so many moms don't listen to us, and then they feel like complete crap. Like at yeah. 12 weeks. So let's just dive right in for, like another- a muff. <laughs> about Listen, to
1: for another
2: 53 minutes. I know that you guys
1: out there have no idea what's actually going on over here, but we have been on my porch for no less than <laughs> two hours. I don't know. And we have literally gotten seven minutes into literally. this podcast. <laughs> What the hell? (laughs) The kids and and the phones. The kids fall all. and the pizza
0: guy. And And we we, uh,
1: Jess's Jess's phone
2: conversation just now. I think whatever energy we had just tanked whatever energy we had. And I'm just
0: struggle busing real hard today. I was emotional last night. I drank wine. (laughs) I was not on call. But in good news, <laughs> in good news, I um, had a beautiful, beautiful, amazing birth yesterday. <gasps> With my Myann. I know. I loved it. I love her. So I'm going to share that as the birth story of the week, um, which I'm super excited about. But yeah, let's dive into these comments. Oh, about- I hear I
1: thought we were doing our AMA story.
0: We can do it. We can do that
2: anytime. Or okay. if we decide that we're not rocking today, we don't do two birth stories.
1: Let's just do that. <laughs>
0: no, let's just do one. That was the fakest laugh I've ever made.
2: <laughs> yeah, really, <it> <laughs> <laughs> I really
0: was
2: awful. We captured that. It was
0: really. You're not talking in your microphone. Okay, my phone isn't working. Does
1: she need to? She's so loud usually. I know that has been. happening Let's just put a it lot. across the creek, and she can. Talk into oh, it from fine. here See so, yeah, well, I just
2: can't win I'm too quiet And then I'm too loud
1: Well we'll figure it out one day so, so lucky for us Our people Our listeners Sent in so many suggestions We don't actually have to Do the podcast today We can just yeah. read it all back
0: But I think that They're super important Because this is our Other moms saying This is what you have to do And
1: So even if you don't Listen to us Listen to them <laughs> Listen to the other moms
0: <laughs> So this first one I'm going to read Is just It says Survive 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 period that's it and then in all caps it says all that matters is resting
1: and taking care of yo baby that's right maddie that is all that matters that's maddie right (laughs) yeah i can see her (laughs) sitting there saying these things that's exactly what she would say but
0: it's so true and it's like i find it's with parents now it's like you see all these things where people are all put together and they have their diaper bag all packed mm-hmm. and their house is all clean. They've got their, like, matching outfit.
1: Oh, I was going to say their headband matches their diaper bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but it's like that's They're not... They're putting makeup on. Like, even if you really want to be like that, like, you can do that after the first 12 weeks. Like, the immediate postpartum is not the time for that. And don't no. feel guilty for
2: being in survival mode. I feel like a lot of women feel bad about that, but it's okay to just be in survival just mode. Just know
0: that that's what it is like if you've kept yourself and your baby alive Mm -hmm. you've done a good job you
1: can just lay there and that's true for the first year (laughs) yeah Yeah. and we applaud that forever
0: yeah we applaud just laying there in your depends just depends in your own fluids binging
2: whatever you want if you can keep
0: your eyes open if not then just sleep just baby on your chest milk spewing out of one nipple when you nurse them off the other nipple it's just you know it's just It's just a hot. Just make it through. If your
2: other kid's screen time increases a thousand percent, that's okay.
0: okay. It's just one chapter. It's just a hot mess of diapers and bodily fluids for the baby
1: and you. So many body fluids. I'm on year 24 of my postpartum period. Yeah. And some (laughs) nights I was just talking to Sarah this morning and I was like, there are nights where I realized that we never even made dinner. But they don't mm-hmm. die. <laughs> yeah.
0: I they will pick survive. they
1: pick shit out from between the couch cushions and mm-hmm. call it a day. There's <laughs>
2: enough goldfish and popcorns there to get them through a bit. It's
1: cool.
0: Yeah, it's so like don't worry about making sure your house is clean or making sure of anything really except that you and your baby are alive, mm-hmm. um, which. That was another one I wanted to read, and then I'll let you guys pick Can one. I tell you
1: what happens when you don't feed your kids? What happens? Max w- kept asking for money to go to the store yesterday because he was starving, which obviously he just doesn't want anything you we You also have.
2: have a massive garden now that would feed your family f-
1: forever. <laughs> which is awesome. We have to but, go out
0: there and pick it, But though. he won't do it's that. It's easier to do that than walk no, to dollar general. No, here's what he
1: did. True. He went down to the creek and got four crawfish and boiled them. And they ate them.
0: You wait, wait, wait. Chris did?
1: No, oh, Max. Max. He comes in the house. It was like Ren on steroids. And like, I'm like, what are you doing in my kitchen with that? And he's like, we're gonna make lobsters. I mean, they're not lobster, but it's the same thing. I don't and know I was how like, I feel
0: about
2: him eating them
1: out okay. of
0: the creek. Well, the I think that's that's not what I'm so
1: like. he Max was self picky about
0: like what chicken tenders he eats. Right. I know. And so he the ju- fact that he pull a.
1: Crawfish, out and crawfish boil it and eat it when yep. he's like, Oh, that apple's disgusting. Oh, yes. That's not
0: the kind of
1: white pasta I like. He did it. And he spit it out directly onto the plate. But <laughs> Evie okay, that's more like it was the whole time, Can I have some? Can I have some? Where's mine? I'll take some. I'll eat that. Are you gonna eat that? She ate the piece he spit out. He she ate all of it. <laughs> and she's like wiping her crawfish hands everywhere. smelled like fish. Did they so,
0: dip it um, in butter? Yeah, or they anything? did. I got
1: butter. And Derek put um, our neighbor, he was like, You got to season it with Old Bay. So they put Old Bay in the water. They boiled the crawfish wow. and then they ate them. And I'm like, I am so fucking I mean, proud of you guys like the size right now. Of your pinky? Not even. It's not worth the meat the the work for the meat that you get, but the the point is he so was hungry, start
2: sprouting another eyeball or like an extra arm that's gonna it's be fine,
0: it's totally fine oh. Sometimes oh, sometimes sometimes I feel that way about relationships. It's not worth the work for the meat that you get <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a Ching. good one. I don't think I've ever heard you say that one
0: before,
1: but you could dip it in butter and yeah, everything's better in butter butter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Chuck is right now. He's probably at the Legion. I asked him so, to get me some wine and he's been gone for a really long time.
0: Yeah, like, you know, that's yeah, how it goes. He's, at the he's like, so, oh, I thought by getting
2: you wine, you meant I go drink alcohol at the Legion. And then by I myself, forget to bring you wine and then go to DG and get it on the way back.
0: Exactly. Okay, so going back to um, you being in survival roo- ones, yeah. mode, survival road. I also wanted to read this other comment that goes along with that for, like, the people that help you to survive. So this person said, have a support team, which we always talk about. It really does take a village, so, like, be the village, find the village, and it starts before that kiddo gets here. New moms, this is the part that I wanted to really talk about. New moms should only have to worry about themselves and their new little ones after giving birth. And we are so used to taking care of everybody that it's almost impossible for us to do that. So you need to prepare yourself to know that your only responsibility should be yourself and your baby. And so it says um, minimal visitors... And those folks should be showing up with food and to do her housework, yeah. not to hang Stop out in the
1: toilet. and hold the
0: baby, um, which I see so many people where they have visitors that come over to be like uh, air quotes helpful. And the mom is actually just, like, waiting on them and mm-hmm. treating them like guests. Like, mm-hmm. that's not how this works. That like, is the
1: opposite of how this works. Your
0: village should come in and treat you like a queen and clean your laundry and scrub your bathroom floor and bring you food on a plate while you snuggle with your baby. Yeah. Unless the mom wants you to hold her baby so, so she can shower. go shower or something. Or, or pee. You're not there to just meet the baby and hold the baby. That's not actually super helpful.
2: Yeah. And I think that's... Those are the women I worry about the most postpartum are the ones, one, who don't have a community, whether that's because they have a million children and never made the time for it or, or have the time for it or, um, or have just moved. Like, those are the women that I worry about the most is if they don't have people, they can call in for help if things get crazy. But also the ones who recognize that the people in their lives that they would ask for help are necessarily the people that are going to be super helpful. Yeah. And it's okay to, like, not let those people be in your life. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, it's okay to not visit with them. Sorry. The oh Oh no no. was not about this conversation. It was about the fact that Meredith's dog just got in the creek and is going to come just splash herself
1: all all over us. Me? Not so... All right, Kim, you you pick a comment. Okay, so my... The big thing for me, Sarah um, hit the nail on the head, and then there's a few other that came behind her. But Sarah said, ask for help and do yourself a favor by preparing several weeks of freezer meals ahead of time. So, first of all, like you just said, ask for help. Some of us don't ask for help. I never asked for help, but Jessica forced her help upon me. Thank God. <laughs> I love and it forcing I, love I would forcing have died upon you. And Carly and Hallie and it, awesome. Anyway the freezer meals she said i did that with my third child and it was the best thing ever by the time the third kid rolls around meal meal trains don't usually happen and i wanted to make life as easy as possible on all of us my partner just had to toss things into an oven or a crock pot i cannot stress this enough it doesn't matter how many kids you have if someone's like oh do you need anything yes i do i need a meal train Mm -hmm. give them your email and everyone else's email you know and just just have a meal train when we had brock you somebody set up a meal train for me and every two to three days someone brought a giant meal and it, yeah, to you my to home. Dinner, so you,
2: really, you don't have yes. to do it every day because then you honestly might be inundated. Oh my
1: God. It was absolutely glorious. It made my whole life easier. And now it, with
2: COVID, you could tell people just to leave it at the door. Leave Nor it at the door. To, like, give them the five minutes you might feel like you have to do.
0: It is true though. Gratitude. I did notice that with your first kid, everybody and their mother wants to bring you a meal and clothes and gifts. And then the more kids you have, the less people are yeah. around. It's God, like it's you're just, having another baby. It's like, actually, you
2: need it more. It it's like highlights.
0: just bring me a
1: freaking lasagna. Just bring me, <laughs> and it's it is life saving. So you put it all, and not just that, but someone I saw made, um, or someone one of the clients. They took a muffin pan and scrambled eggs and filled the muffin pan and baked it and then put them in the freezer because you don't think about lunches and breakfast. So in the morning, I would literally just get up, pull something out. If I did not have those meals, I would not have eaten. It is such a lifesaver. And your your partner doesn't want to worry about it either because they're struggling to like do all the other kids and Mm -hmm. take care of you. Um, so, yes, I agree with that 100%. It's literally on this list to me, those are the two most important things. Yeah. Meal, trains, and asking for help. Mm-hmm. So Some,
0: Someone else said that as well, but also added in, stay in bed or on the couch as much as you possibly can the first two weeks. Ease back into a new routine. Your body will tell you if you're overdoing it. And then in all caps, they said, listen. I love how these moms put some stuff in all caps so when she mm-hmm. said listen in all caps
2: listen linda listen
0: listen do not try to push yourself and that's so true like your body will tell you like if you're doing too much you're going to feel like crap you're going to bleed more you're going to go from like having brown or barely any blood to bright red blood again like mm-hmm. just listen to your body you never get those times back and then in all caps again, she said, um, and it's, it goes exactly with what we were saying before, except the help period. Ask for help, and I think the moms keep saying this because we don't do it, and we need to keep telling you to ask people for help. Yeah,
2: mine builds off of yours, my favorite. Um, and doesn't, not because I love this human, but I think hers builds off of the idea of like needing to rest. Hers is it was important for me to learn that. When the placenta detaches, it leaves a wound the size of a dinner plate that heals best with rest, good nutrition support, etc. I think it's hard for us to give ourselves time to heal and also others because we don't see that wound. And I feel like for me, that's like uh, whenever we tell moms that after the baby's born, before we discharge them or before we like leave their house, you can tell they're like, oh, my God, like you're right. Like I haven't mm-hmm. thought about that. And especially the dads, I think it's really good for them or their support people to know that that's true. When they
1: see they the size of the placenta, visual. yeah, when you show them, it's really helpful.
0: And I don't think that we tend to think about A wound healing is taking energy because it's just something that kind of happens, but it takes energy to heal a wound that size or any size while at the same time taking energy to make more milk output than usual. You're already losing sleep, so it's like you need to conserve as much energy as possible.
1: And I like to tell women, like, you're going to get energy bursts during your postpartum, and any time you don't act on that, if you feel that energy and you just kind of sit and relax, the energy goes inward and it heals. If you get up and do dishes, that energy is going outward, and those dishes don't matter in that moment.
0: It feels like they do, but when you look back on your postpartum 10 years later, when it's like... That seems like far away, but it's really not. Um, You're not going to remember if the dishes were in the sink. No. You're really not going to. But you will remember if you felt like complete crap because you didn't take our advice. Mm Mm-hmm just listen to your body
1: listen to it
0: stop trying
1: to be a super mom Um, i like how chelsea who has been through so much with nursing she said earth mama bottom spray is amazing nipple cream and for the love of all please educate people that babies breastfeed more than every two hours and to follow their baby's cues and it's okay to say no to visitors i can't i just said this a couple weeks ago that our moms especially our older moms are like well I set my alarm to every two hours, but the baby just doesn't let me sleep that long. And they're nursing like every hour sometimes. And I don't know where they're still reading that it's every two. Like it has to be every. No, your babies might eat nonstop. Yeah. Like it's okay. When we
0: say that, it's like at least every two hours. At least. And
1: you might get lucky.
2: Or sometimes if they cluster feed like that, you will get longer breaks in two hours. But I mean, you can't bank on that. But that's why you have to listen to those cues. And just like you might...
0: But there's still that old thing like that goes around that you're going to spoil your baby yeah. if you're gonna, if you do that. So it's like you just make That's it so much harder silly. for yourself. Like you cannot spoil your baby in the first 12 weeks of life. Like Mm-mm. they don't have that
2: like reward system in their minds yet. Like they don't Mm-mm. their ma- their brains don't function that way. You're
0: either going to meet, meet your needs baby's needs and make your life easier or not meet their needs. And they're probably going to scream all the time. And then it's going to be terrible. Um, I just wanted to go back because it sounded like you said about the person that said the placenta thing that you didn't love that person.
1: Did um,
0: it? It did. It sounds like not that I love this person as a human being, but you do love oh. that person as. Oh, as I, I got it. It wasn't
2: my. I wasn't just saying because she is my favorite person. As oh. as I yeah, I got that. I got I it. Didn't
0: hear that? I heard not that I like her as a human being. <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: no. quite possible. I said it. that was not what I meant. What's
1: so happening? yeah, like Chelsea said, it's okay not to have visitors. I've had so many moms say it's just, my mom's going to be so pissed off if I don't let them come stay for two weeks and then I'm going to have to hear about it for the rest of my life. And it's like, no, you don't just hang up. Like, don't have people to your home. If people are so narcissistic that they want to put themselves before your postpartum needs, they don't need to come over anyway. Don't feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. Just say no. Like, drugs
2: just say no yeah and if like you have a really hard time creating those boundaries with family members ask use your midwife or your provider like they told me that I really just need to focus on resting right now and I shouldn't have a lot of visitors so like let us bodyguard you too if you have a hard time with that yep we'll guard your body yeah we will (laughs) Um, I wanted to share some of our kind of more not like silly ones but some ones that made me laugh Um, one lady shared the idea which i you guys both said you'd heard of this before i never heard of this before amanda Amanda. she said freeze condoms full of water and they fit perfectly between your legs for swelling instead of a big ass ice pack or frozen veggies
1: i have heard (laughs) that before you said that people do in the hospital i've heard the hospital talk about condoms or um bags yeah that's really funny to me
0: yeah because i i find that like the like ice packs that we use that are like pads right after birth, they don't actually get super cold. And they don't last and they long. And they don't really, like, they don't absorb anything. And they kind of, like, take space from other things that could be absorbing stuff. So, yeah, other ice packs are actually much more... Effective Effective than those The kind of those pads That you like pop open And stick
1: Freeze some condoms I course, really d- if you're pregnant In postpartum You probably have to go buy some cause you Yeah that's have some true
2: Also I just think It would be really entertaining postpartum To get a laugh Is watching your support people Filling condoms up with water <laughs> Yes and then Nikki had one I thought was pretty great. I like is, Nikki's. Yeah, hers is have a headlamp with a red nightlight for nighttime feeding. Of course you did. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. So you don't turn lights on and wake the baby up. It
0: really is. Like to have a little light that you can. I had that like little nest thing. I don't think my baby ever slept in it. But it had a tiny little not bright light that yeah. I could hit the button. It's well, probably the too. only oh, thing I cool. used it for. Um, and so I could like see what was happening without waking anybody up.
1: Meg says your job is the baby. Everyone else's job is to take care of you.
0: Yes, Meg.
1: And she's a professional. She knows what she's talking about. It's so
0: hard for us to take help from other people, though. I know. So start preparing yourself to do it. It is hard. I like this one. Um, Well, she says again, find your village. Meal proper meal train, like we've said. This one is, though. Have a Perry bottle in every bathroom Mm -hmm. and one for the shower. Get the largest effing reusable water (laughs) bottle you can find. I don't know if this was just me, but oh my God, I would soak everything with booby milk in the night. Baby, sheets, pillow, husband, myself. (laughs) So do yourself a favor and have a lot of sheets and towels on hand. Yes.
2: And don't judge yourself in the middle of the night if you pull a big daddy and just cover it in newspaper and roll over. Mm -hmm. It could be dealt with in the morning.
0: And then she also said, forgiveness for yourself. You were just born into a new role yourself, or maybe you're being born into that role again. Allow yourself time to heal. Forgive yourself for the things you don't get done, and celebrate what your mind, body, and soul just accomplished. Um, Last but not least, reach out if you start feeling off. Postpartum depression, anxiety, psychosis is real, and it's terrifying, and there are people out there that can help. Yeah, somebody actually specifically
2: mentions PSI, which is the Postpartum Support International. And that's, that's a really right. awesome resource for finding, which I think we actually talked about them in our postpartum depression episode. But yeah, definitely check out Postpartum Support International for free resources for postpartum yeah. well, anxiety I never heard and of depression. That
1: and along those lines, Becca is, it's so true. She yeah. said, if you, if you go to counseling, keep going. And, um, it says even set up an appointment before your birth, it can help guide you through the stuff you can't prepare for like identity crisis, anxiety, isolation, meaning, mean, I don't what is that? Meaning making. That must be a thing. A Meredith language. Let yeah. me see. Where is it? <laughs> and rule following. Oh, meaning
2: making. Yeah. Like giving things, making things have meaning. Defining
0: what things mean to you is what I'm assuming that means. Okay. That sounds good. But she's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Counseling is amazing. We all
0: need a therapist. <laughs> but it's it's amazing how many people don't talk about that, e- that they will go through an identity crisis mm-hmm. when they have their baby or not knowing, like, not seeing meaning in things. And um, it's just – but even just knowing that you – will tr- have to like you will be reborn as a new person but when you do that you're reborn as a mom but you yeah. also have to rebuild how that fits into who you were before you were a mom so mm-hmm. you're like rebuilding yourself as a whole new human being yeah.
1: every time it's oh. not easy
0: yeah
2: um oh yeah another another one i really like too which is a really good idea especially i feel like virtual baby shower is really big right yeah. now so it's like hard to get all those like boxes and things at once and kind of like take over your house. So somebody recommended either buying yourself or have people gift you a cleaning service Uh, for postpartum. Yeah.
1: That was a great idea. Yeah, having people chip in for that. And
0: it takes some of that guilt off of you if like you haven't swept your floor in three weeks um, or like wiped down the counters, cleaned the tub, the toilet, like having someone else to do that. I I assure you it's going to mean so much more to you than having another frilly baby dress from zero to three months that your baby's not going to wear. And if they do wear, they're going to spit up on it within 0.3 seconds seconds, and then you're going to have to take it off and wash it. And then just get people a house cleaner instead of a frilly dress or get them a frilly dress and a house cleaner. Or like <laughs>
1: everyone else says postpartum doula. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Super that's a big helpful. one too. Just yeah, so many so good many postpartum doulas in this that. area.
0: And a lot of, a lot of people don't take advantage of that or they feel like it's too much of a, or they feel like it's a, um, financial burden. Yeah, or that it's something that... It's extra. It's an extra thing. Whereas if you don't have postpartum support, it's not really an extra thing. It's, an no. es- it's, a, necessity no, it's a necessity in necessity. to be able to take care of yourself. And
2: that's another thing, too. You can have people chip in for postpartum doula services. Which is
1: awesome. Yeah. I've seen a couple people do that for their shower. If mm-hmm. people pu-
0: push, like, instead of, again, buying that frilly girl dress, and they put $20 into a fund for a postpartum doula, that's going to buy you an hour of help. And if... 10 people do that like 10 hours of help makes such a huge yeah. difference so, yeah. and uh, not only is
2: just help with like house projects and things like that but also like emotional support like postpartum doulas are trained and provide meeting the emotional needs of postpartum moms so you have that support system in place
0: I liked this one. Um, the Freedom on Perry bottle. I was just about to say that or one. Or a day, but then also this one. Also, cloth-, cloth wipes are so much better than toilet paper
1: as TP oh can stick. Oh, my
2: God. We, we talked hit. about that for so <laughs> fucking long yesterday. Was that yesterday, Listen, Tuesday?
1: We were. We were I, s- I have talked about toilet oh, paper so man. many times recently. We I were, took Kim
2: and Jess to visit one of our clients for the first time. And for probably a solid 15. It turned into an episode of our podcast, honestly, this poor mom. And we talked about toilet paper sticking to our vaginas for, like, a solid 15, 20 Listen, minutes. Listen, I was
0: talking about my ass crack.
2: It could be... I mean, honestly, postpartum, it could be anywhere and it everywhere. It could be anywhere.
1: I'd rather have toilet paper stuck in my ass crack than my vagina. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But we're talking just about... Like
2: not anywhere. We had, like, an in-depth conversation about which toilet papers stick the worst to your asshole.
0: Because the expensive toilet paper tends to leave lint in your asshole. Yes, of course it and does. And then you go to go to, the
1: like, to the shower. And you shower out an entire roll of paper. Which yeah. I've never...
0: I've...
2: That's never
1: happened
0: to
2: I you? I guess we're cheap. No, we're just really cheap. We just use cheap toilet paper. Oh,
1: and I
0: always use my favorite is like the Scott 1000 or like the store brands that are similar to that. It leaves zero lint in your butt crack.
2: Zero. And I'll take lasts. sandpaper over
0: It's not even it's not any rough day. though, but it lasts forever. It like it doesn't there's also the toilet paper where it's like you you use it for, like, one crap, and it's gone. It's just, <laughs> like, what, what is there, like, four pieces of toilet paper on this Yeah, roll? but you won't have lint in your butthole. I don't know. Some of those cheap ones leave lint this, in your butthole, You just can't win. You, you just, just can't, can't win. win.
1: The Scott, I have to use, like, 40, to, like, squares of paper, though. Really? I don't enough. find that. But you're using your peri I bottle it. now. So. I know. Since COVID, thanks, COVID, I went back to not using toilet paper unless I poop. I spritz. My vagina's never been so fresh and clean. And I, it's would, so and so clean, I clean. would prefer
0: from here on out, you never say the word thanks and COVID in the same sentence. Thanks, COVID. Feeling very, thanks, I'm not feeling thanks. very
1: triggered by that. Guess what Chuck told me? Yeah, what? The so news emotional. told him. What? Oh, gosh. That people that have O blood type, when they get sick, they don't get very sick. But people with A blood types are the ones getting the most sick. Oh, I cannot, I've heard that for a while. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, they were sharing. They were some saying a couple months ago that it is blood type related, or at least like how it manifests. And that makes me safe as a bug in a rug, <laughs> with no vacuum cleaner. Are bugs and rugs safe? I think so. I don't think so. If they dig in, you know, I don't know ew, what's happening. Ew, ew. I don't want to think do about you know bugs what? in my ew. Do you know what Amy says? She agrees with us that we should have a support team because it really does take a village, which we keep saying. But you know what? Everyone Some keeps saying Some people don't that. have a village. It's, it's hard don't. to Some find a village
2: don't. that's going to be useful to and you. And people will say that, but in the moment, still not ask for help because it's really hard for people. It is.
1: But she agrees. Lots of rest, eating, drinking, and minimal visitors. Those who do show up. Should have food and do housework, not hang out to hold the baby. I'm repeating it.
2: (laughs) Somebody also mentioned (laughs) getting regular babysitting gigs for other children, so you they also are getting like specialized attention, and you're getting a break as well, and that mom guilt can be released a little bit.
1: I'm surprised that um, one person, Melissa, said placental encapsulation.
2: That only one person said it. Yeah, more would say that. We actually, she wrote in, she was the one that struggled with some postpartum and depression anxiety and stuff and wrote in, and placenta encapsulation was, like, super important for that.
0: Um, I liked how this person said, never ever, well, she said, sleep when the baby sleeps, which we try to always say. Yeah, Um, please do that. But she also said, never ever stress to try to meet other people's expectations, Take, which... It's so hard to do, especially like when I had my first baby, I had so much trouble not comparing myself to other people's expectations, especially if it's other new moms, because they all tend to be comparing their expectations to your expectations. Like figure out what your goals are and what your priorities are and your values are. And just don't worry about other people like I promise you. You might lose some friends, but if you do, they're, they're not, not your real friends. They're not your real friends, matter. and you're going to stress yourself out so much more trying to meet other people's expectations. This yeah. morning,
1: I was sitting on the porch with our friend Sarah. We love you. And this is a story of me not comparing myself to her, because how oh. can I? Oh how? My God. You can't. Oh. You would literally hate yourself forever. Hate so her sweet little muffins are, like, pulling out organic fruit snacks, and then she's like, oh, do you want another snack? And, it's of course, it's like a glass jar Holding some sort of cheese crisp, but that she milked the cow herself, and yeah, it, you know, and the
2: glass jar is covered in like so, a soft, like right. squishy elastic thing, With so even if the kids drop it. it, it won't break. So I was
1: like, Sarah, you're such a good mom. And at that moment, Evie walks out, and it's at like nine in the morning, whatever time it is. Walks out eating Nutella. No, out of a Dollar General macaroni and cheese box that wasn't even fucking cooked yet. <laughs> and she's like, Mac, can I eat this mac and cheese? And I'm like, we don't eat that here in this house, sweetie. I don't know where it came from. Please. <laughs> Please go back inside. <laughs> so Sarah
0: is so gloriously beautiful, yeah, and she's I such know. an amazing mom. It's unreal. And every time she's around, I'm like, "You are a magical human being, and your children are a magical human being." But she also compares her expectations to other people's expectations. We all do it because mm-hmm. there are people that 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 make her feel like she's not a good mom. And it's like it's and and it Who, really God
1: God <laughs> was a po- was a fire, Gaia, right?
0: <laughs> really like it. It's just so if. People can like judge her and make her feel like she's not a good mom. Like, p- people are gonna judge you no matter what you right. do. And yeah, so you it's can't like, win. Pick your own values and stick to them, and try not to get caught up in all the other, mess. other people. Yeah. Did we
1: read what Amy can I, said? Uh, uh, I wanted to I finish one did. more,
0: um, oh, and we'll that, that was on this know. one I was reading. It said, "Take each day by itself," which I like because it's also like labor. Like, take each contraction by itself.
2: Yeah, it helps you like. Like that perspective is really real then. Like it's yeah. every second. Take yeah. every second. Okay. You got every second down. Okay. Take every yeah. minute. Okay. You got every minute down. Take every don't, hour down.
0: Don't think about all the nights you haven't <laughs> slept and how many nights in the
1: future you're not going to no, sleep. No, you will like. lose your mind. That is, a, that is so true. There was a time where I could only go minute by minute. Yeah. And then yep. one day it was hour by hour. And now I can look weeks ahead for the first time in 24 years. That's like,
2: survival mode. Survival yeah. mode yep. is literally moment by moment. It really, really and is. Then,
0: and then she said... Um, If it gets hard, remember everything is a phase and it will get better. It really, really
2: does. That is true of all chapters of life.
0: Yeah. And especially child rearing. It's like when you're in that phase. Similar to labor, it feels like that's never going to end, and this is your and life now. And it does, and it ends, and then you get to the point where we're at, where we can go to the pool and sit by the pool chair with our oh our, our pool glasses, God. and the kids just run is around. Is that margaritas in that water bottle? I don't no. know. Maybe
1: mind your business. It could back off. Stop judging me. It's these lime are green. and expect- lime green water. It's these flavored. are our
0: expectations of us, and that's why my pool cup is not clear. Well, that's also <laughs> why we're
2: friends because I think we have similar expectations, <laughs> and we have very
0: other. low
1: standards for ourselves.
0: <laughs> I have high standards for myself. We just bring. Them down. I it's just not as high as some other people's standards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. That's
0: true.
2: I really, um, I jumped over to Instagram because we got a bunch on Instagram too. I like this one from Mandy that says, "No one really talked about the sweats, hot flashes, and shakes." I took a birth class and felt very prepared amongst my doula and midwife, but still surprised by my experiences. Also, all moms need to know about a haka and how life-saving it is. Oh, I yeah. love haka. I just learned amazing. about those in the last like couple of months, and they're amazing. They're awesome. They're a breastfeeding. They're a breastfeeding tool that you can use, that, um, is like it draws out breast milk through section, but it doesn't require like a pump or anything like that. No. So it actually you can use it. I think most women use it when they're when they're
0: nursing nursing on, on side. one
2: side. They use the haka on the other side. and just like that letdown. It gets pulled out with the haka, so and it's so of, much less work than a breast that, pump.
0: Instead of that letdown going into a nursing pad and being wasted, um, it, g- it gets collected into the haka. So you're getting a awesome. supply of breast milk mm-hmm. without even having to try. Um, so it's time to go to break. Um, but after we come back from break, I want to talk a little bit about products. Because we're talking about, like, expectations and social and resting. Like, some products that really tend to help because there's important things for you to buy or get and then there's things that
1: are not important to buy um you know what's not important i'll save it for after the break but they're funny anyway okay let's get a break
0: cue the music oh yeah so today's sponsor for our episode is one of our favorites beluga baby bamboo baby (laughs) Wraps. Beluga baby bamboo baby wraps are a must have when you're preparing for postpartum. I personally would have died without baby wearing, and stretchy wraps make baby wearing so much easier and comfortable. And the four way stretch, four-way stretch of the bamboo beluga baby baby wrap, I said that wrong. Yeah, you did. Uh, the, the fabric is shorter So not as overwhelming And it really makes the baby feel Like they're still in the womb And calms the baby so well Puts them right to sleep And if you have not looked into getting A Beluga Baby Bamboo Baby Wrap You really should um,
2: Reduces crying by
0: 40% Yes So look up their website com And get one today Back to the episode Welcome back from that delightful break. So delightful. I just love talking about Beluga Baby. I can tell. It's really great.
2: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: But like in all that seriousness, it's, it's not just like an ad. Um, when I was postpartum, uh, I don't know what I would have done without baby wearing. You
1: bought me my first wrap. Yeah.
0: It a, was a sleepy amazing. sleepy wrap. And that was also a stretchy wrap. Beluga Baby didn't exist at that time. Um, And I love the stretchy wrap because the difference between a stretchy wrap and a not stretchy wrap is that, like, you pull it tight against your body and then stretch it over the baby so it, like, really swaddles the baby well. Um, But I like the Beluga Baby wrap so much better than other stretchy wraps because it is so much less fabric, which makes it less um, intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: I can't – like, all the times I see women in the parking lot – like bent over, trying to wrap this wrap around them. 30, that was me. Times I'm always like, I just want to walk over and be like, "So, have you heard about Beluga Baby Wraps?" But.
0: And they're just, the fabric's just so light and breathable, too. So for, like, summertime for baby wearing, like, some of the thicker wraps can be really hot, whereas Beluga Baby is, like, much less hot, so.
2: And I like them, too, because it looks like you can just wear, like, even a bra or a tank top underneath, and the way it wraps around you, it looks like you has a shirt on. Yeah. you really could just walk around your house naked if it's on if you wanted to.
0: Yeah, so, but Beluga Baby aside, like, learn, prepare and learn how to baby wrap before you have your baby because it it literally is like a lifesaver because there's so many moms who they You know, you don't realize how much your baby is going to want to be on you. And moms say to us all the time, like, my baby is only happy if they are, like, on me. And I can't – I literally can't get anything done. I can't even go to the bathroom. And, And again,
2: that's not manipulative. It's like they've been in your womb for their entire existence. And to go from that to not being close to you, it's understandable why they would prefer to be on you all the time. So if
0: you're comfortable with a baby wrap, you can have them be comfortable and then also – Get your stuff done, or like I could use the bathroom in a baby wrap. Mm-hmm. You know, just make sure those <laughs> tail ends don't. I could do anything the with a baby
1: on at this at this point in my yeah. life. Yeah,
0: nurse in a baby wrap.
2: We whatever. should do a challenge where we see how many babies we could strap on you before it slows you down.
0: Ooh, we could do another YouTube video about that, like baby wearing relays. That would be funny.
2: I would lose that, but I would participate. <laughs> I've actually never baby wrapped before. Really? Mm-mm. I know how to like teach people how to do it but i've never personally you've never worn
0: a baby i
2: wore sadie's baby once okay but i've never like
0: done it a lot i love wearing babies it's so comfy um so we have just a couple more letters and then we're going to do our birth story of the week i
1: left my phone inside so i can't read anything
2: whoopsie doodle you can peek on mine let's see which ones haven't we done yet
1: we didn't talk about i really because i'm really big on mental health talking about mental health and amy pointed out that it's okay to cry i don't have her words right in front of me but it's okay to cry apparently Uh, she cries for like first the first two weeks and it's not that she's overwhelmingly sad it's just she's very emotional and then she feels better and that it's okay to be emotional postpartum it's normal yeah she just
2: wanted to say it doesn't mean you have postpartum depression doesn't mean you're going crazy it's just your hormones going insane and trying to even out again Give yourself some grace. I love that word, too. I wanted to mention that word. Like, give yourself some grace and lots of rest.
0: So much rest. We haven't said it before. Rest. Um, I have another, uh, we got sent an email, and it said, um, talking about breastfeeding. And she said, it's not all glitter and rainbows. Winky face. She said, not everyone can just put your baby to the breast and not have any trouble I think encouraging moms, especially first-time moms, to seek advice and help before you have a baby when it comes to breastfeeding. She said, breastfeeding is hard as shit, and you add hormones on top. It can be super overwhelming. Get some tips and tricks that, is, that are helpful to all moms. Have a relationship with a lactation consultant. So when mom feels like things are spiraling out of control with breastfeeding, then they have someone they can lean on trust. She wishes she had done more research and gotten more help um, with her first child. Um, and breastfeeding support groups are super helpful. And also like Natasha, the, um, lactation consultant that I love, she has said that studies show that, um, having breastfeeding consultation before you actually give birth Mm -hmm. actually increases breastfeeding, feeding success rate so much. Like it's one of the best
1: indicators. I can see that. I read a couple of super simple breastfeeding books when I was pregnant with, um, one of them. God. <laughs> Oscar, I guess.
0: One of my tribe. One of
1: them. And I just remember thinking this was a good idea because things come up while you're breastfeeding and you don't really have time to look it up because right. you're exhausted. So I just had so many things that would pop into my head that I had read in my pregnancy. And like I think I remember reading, this is totally normal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And just like hearing, like I love talking about um, the reflexes of babies and how they're made to breastfeed. And if moms hear all that stuff in advance, just like people think it's so cool to hear like how all the stuff works together for birth. And so when they hear how breastfeeding is supposed to work too, it's like it, it can... Breaks Just, down
2: some of that fear.
0: Yeah. And it it's like the baby's going to help you in this too. It's not all on your shoulders. And here are some common things that are problems that you can try and avoid from the get-go. Yeah.
2: I th- I've been I've been perusing these. I think there's two that we haven't shared. One is really simple myelicon drops, also known as gripe water. I recommend that a lot. Gas drops, post-partum. yeah. Postpartum. So, yeah, drops to help if your baby is gassy which is really common immediately after birth just because their digestive system is still developing in the first like couple of weeks. So that can be a really awesome resource. Um, and then someone else said the importance of self care. Uh, I found that doing things like taking a shower or getting some exercise in which it would mostly be walks in the beginning were important for my mental health, which then allowed me to take better care of myself. Um, so yeah, take care of yourself. Know what like brings you joy and what your self care is. Even if that just means like, A simple walk a day or when you're done bleeding taking a bath like give yourself that time
1: and we are not saying this lightly I I remember when I had Brock like a few weeks or months later and people would say well what are you doing for yourself and I literally wanted to kill them because I had no time and no money and there was no way for me to do any self-care at all like I showered and that Mm -hmm. was it so if you truly don't have the time yeah so we get it like we get That some people just don't have time to do things, but we are not trying
2: to shame you. If you're, if you don't have the time and energy to do, we recognize you.
1: Sometimes you just can't,
2: but do the things that set yourself up for success to have that time to do that. If you can, by
1: asking for help, I could have done it if I asked, right. My yeah. guilt is out of control. It so is your guilt out of
0: control. I've never noticed that, Kim. It's
1: getting mm-hmm. better, though, right? Is it? I just booked uh, myself a fucking New York trip. Thank you very much. I think oh, your fear you. of other places is getting better. It is. I'm letting my aunt take the lead, and we may even take a bus all the way there.
2: Wow. Oh, that's a great. It's super cheap. It's nice. I know. Mm-hmm.
1: We're way out of my comfort zone. You're going to get way there at like 5 out. in the morning,
2: though, and then you have to figure out what you want to do in New York for five, uh, starting
1: at 5 in the morning. Perfect. I've, I've been there until five in the morning before. Did you know the last train rolls out at four? Oops. I
0: I think I learned that in, um, was it How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. Because they would all go in and it was like the two o'clock train, what it was like on that. And then the four <laughs> o'clock train, it was like, that's when all the craziness happened. It's been. a little uh-huh. nuts. And then they would try and pick out who was the 516ers, the people that were not from New York City. They were from Long Island because that's the... <laughs>
1: Zip I know the that's, that's, the,
0: that's the area code for uh, Long Island. I know that because I lived on Long Island and my best friend, that was her zip code. So every time they said that, I was just or her area code. And I was like, oh,
1: 516. <laughs> <That's
0: laughs> I'm fun. a 516 adoptee. Yeah. Um,
2: I think we got them all, y'all.
0: All right. So let's go on to our birth story of the week. Like, I was so excited about this birth. Um, this couple, super adorable. Um they were like so i i learned their while we were there i learned their story like they were like really good friends um before they started dating for a long time and then they had only been dating for like eight months they decided to date and they were saying like we were really scared during our friendship and then we decided to go for it so they'd only been dating for like eight months and then like they decided to elope to europe without anybody um she's just like adorable so is he he's got like a Like arm of like beautiful tattoos. One point in the birth, she, before she gets naked to go in the tub, she goes. Guys, I just got to warn you, I've got a tattoo on my ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what was it? Can you say or no? Don't. I,
0: no, I feel like I can't say it. She, she even said I could say her name, but I'm not going to. And, and it was so funny because we had been talking about them not in the room. We were like, They're just, they just seem so like cute, like you're all-American innocent couple. And then we get back, she's like, I've got a tattoo on my ass. And we go, what is it? She goes, it's a skeleton smoking a cigarette. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> That's and I was like, awesome. I love that so much. I, I can't believe you feel like you have to explain that away to us. So anyway, this mom, um, she was first time mom. And she went to 41 and 4.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was
0: starting to get like anxious to have her baby. Um, so she was planning birth at the birth center. And she so her water broke at like 9 o'clock at night or something. And so I'm gonna put in an ad for not an ad, but a shout out. The protocol at the birth center you work at now has changed,
1: much to Nikki's amazing happiness, because she got to say you were wrong. I told
0: you so. I told you so. So the protocol used to be that you needed to be in active labor by what? 24. Dependent on their yeah. GBS status, but generally 24 hours.
1: Active labor at 24 hours with clear progress, um, as long as you had antibiotics.
0: Which did lead to a lot of situations where we would feel like really, so many tense if a mom's water broke in, at night instead of us doing what our gut would say and be like go to sleep it makes us feel more like we have to start stimming sooner. So now the protocol's changed and what is it three days now?
1: Yeah, it's seventy two hours. Um, I I have to you know I just pulled it out this morning which is weird but it's either birth by seventy two hours or active labor but it does also depend on your GBS status and yeah. things like that.
0: But I just love it so much because it takes out so much of that pressure for them, which makes it harder for a mom to go into labor. So her water broke at like nine o'clock at night. And so um, we were able to just be like, listen, the best thing you can do right now is go to sleep. Try to sleep all night. If you start to get contractions in all the, the night, they'll wake you up. Great. But sleep is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I so- think
2: go to sleep might be our other
0: tagline. Yeah. Go to sleep all the time. <laughs> just sleep. 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 Don't do that. Sleep. Sleep. Um, and so then she woke up the next morning and she was having attractions. And so she decided to start stimming that day. Um, But how
1: relaxing is that? Otherwise, mm -hmm. it would have been like, oh, well, we're past 12 hours. We better get something going. Yeah. Get you
0: at the center at 6
1: a.m. Yeah.
0: And then when the stimming. How many times do we do that? Yes. So many
1: times. God, awful.
0: And then the stimming wasn't really doing much in the morning. Um, So then, again, we were able to be like, instead of continuing to stim, stop and take a nap, which is such a lifesaver. So she took a three-hour nap in the afternoon. And then um, I just
2: feel so relaxed listening to this. I story. know it
0: just makes such a big difference in birth outcomes because she may have been a transfer had that protocol not been different. Um, so then by nighttime, she was starting to have contractions like 10 minutes apart. Um, and then they it seemed like to me from the text we were having back and forth that they pretty quickly went from like 10 minutes apart and kind of erratic. The midwife came to her house and checked on her. Did you say baratic? Erratic. <laughs> I don't know. It's my new word erratic.
1: You probably couldn't hear over all of our screaming kids probably in the creek not. right in there. in the
0: background. Um, the, but the midwife came and checked on her, found out that even with her erratic contractions, she was 3 centimeters and 80% of face, which I thought was awesome for a first-time mom. <laughs> whoop, whoop. And then they very quickly turned around to being, like, 4 minutes apart, 3 minutes apart. So, But she was handling labor so well. They were texting me at, like, 11, saying her contractions were 3 to 4. And I was like, well, do you want me to come, like help support and he's like no i think she's actually doing really well and so then they waited a little bit longer and they didn't actually decide to go to the birth center and have me meet them until like after like one in the morning so i drove to chantilly which is an hour away and it was so beautiful i walk in she's laying on the bed on her side just trying to sleep like we tell everyone to do is like the best thing she
1: amazing she kept
0: taking all of my advice for sleeping which oh my God, I l- so good. is it
1: not like so magical when women actually do, and they're like, Oh, and I also did this, this, and this because I remembered that you had recommended mm-hmm.
0: that. What? I took a three mm-hmm. hour nap today because you said to sleep. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm just going to lay on my side and rest in bed. Okay, perfect. Um, and so she was like, just handling her contractions like a champion. Her husband is just rubbing her back through each of them. Like, the lights are low, like, the atmosphere is super chill. And it was one of those births where it's like either she's not really progressed or she's fully dilated and is going to start pushing her baby out. So she kept laboring like that for, I guess, for, I guess, until like like five hours, maybe. And this, then I don't know if Jess is going to mention this part, but this is the point where Jess was actually like, I would maybe be more hands on and so, check you and see where you're at right now. So that was after <laughs> that point. So she she started like naturally pushing on her own. And then after, like, a couple hours of that without any, like, clear indication of progress, I was thinking in my head, I was like, either she actually is fully dilated and she's just not making quick progress, or she's going to, like, have a posterior baby and be five centimeters dilated and have a premature urge to push, or, like, she's going to have a lip. Like, I was waiting. I was like,
1: stop being so damn knowledgeable. I was like, I just like to
0: know what's happening. Please stop doing our job, please. And so um, she got checked. And she was indeed fully dilated, which is like for a first-time mom was like super fast. Um, and so we helped direct her a little bit more and making her pushing more efficient, so that her second stage didn't last like six hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so she st- and then once she got the hang of that, she got back in the pool and she was just like just pushing like so beautifully in this beautiful pool crowned so amazingly and then at the end like reached down and her and her husband like pulled up their baby together and oh, the I baby came out of the water and like immediately like looked up at her mom and like made eye contact i love uh, when that
1: happens Jess and has the best photos
2: of that moment
0: too it was just it was just one of those births where it like makes, it's like redeems all the other births. It was just mm-hmm. like, yes, this first time mom had this beautiful birth and it was just, it was just, I don't know. It was yeah. just magical. And my
1: was like there. I feel like
2: I'm like in a magical, I'm just like so chill right now just listening to your story. It's like, this is what I need to listen to before I go to bed at night.
1: And it's and so then this—that's no what your birth still. is going to be like when you have your baby. So
2: Wait, she stay, stop putting that shit out.
1: Sorry, Meredith's not pregnant. I've said that so no, many times. No, I know what
2: I mean. I mean like you're. No, that is the opposite of what's going to happen.
1: because Possibly, you're that out but there. also I keep talking about it, so then clients are asking if you're pregnant, and the answer to that is no. No, but who that's knows? What we know of. <laughs> you might have a great. My IUD is very efficient. Thank you very much. Oh. As efficient as her pushing phase was. You um, could have a very gentle birth.
0: Stop hijacking this you know, shitting everywhere. Stop hijacking this beautiful woman's birth yeah.
1: story. Yeah, and Meredith.
0: So then she actually delivered her placenta in the tub. She had the most beautiful placenta. <laughs> Looking at Kim's face. I know face Kim doesn't right like now. that. I hate but that. But it was actually really nice because then after she delivered the placenta, the dad took the baby and the placenta over to the bed. And um she was like So she decided she wanted to, like, shower off and everything inside the tub. So she gets out body wash and everything, and she's just, like, sitting in the tub, like, lathering herself up all over. In the birth tub? Yeah, like, they they started, like, letting the water out, and then she was just, like, lathering up and rinsing herself all off in the birth tub. And then the funny thing is that they refilled the birth tub, I guess, to clean it, and so postpartum... She was like, I think I'm going to get back in there. And so she went back in the tub postpartum, like, after she had already nursed and done the newborn exam and everything. (laughs) She was just like, I was like, it's like a spa. She's She's just sitting in the warm water. She just laid in
1: the water? Yeah.
0: (laughs) I have never had anyone I get back in. Loved it so it was all clean water. I loved it so much, and she was just like, "This is great." I, I, I she I had the washcloth on isn't her, and
2: as like deep and like hard to get in and out of as ours being at the other center, because no, I feel like not. people would not ever want to get back in that tub once they're out.
0: No, <laughs> it was it was so it was so magical. You did such a beautiful job, and um, her baby latched on like a champion. So. it it is possible for first time moms to have that it these does happen beautiful beautiful births especially with like the right support and the right providers because like her birth may have yeah. gone completely different that with different providers or even different protocol mm-hmm. um and turned into something completely different than it did and it and it didn't and it was great
1: and it was amazing
0: we are ending out our episode. So all we have to say is that, like, take care of yourselves. Get Please help. take care share of yourself. What, share what you're going through. If you need somebody, we can be your village. Like, call us. Email us.
1: Just send us an email. Get it all out. We'll respond. We will. Yeah. I will. Gibbs, re- like, don't call us. I'll email respond. us. Don't text me, though.
0: <laughs> I'm in charge of all the social media and email answering. I'll respond. Um, and, I mean, other than that, all we have to say is...
1: Cheers. cheers and you got this you got it you can it's do a lot it. harder
2: to cheers with plastic cups it, it doesn't get it you loud. are
1: not
2: alone this
0: <laughs> this too <laughs> shall pass somebody, somebody pick that up you shall not pass <laughs> i just i just changed the like lord of the rings thing from none shall pass, I to I this too shall pass. <laughs> i'm gonna start telling funny to say that